0: Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the Mark you're Long Sillioner. Give me one piece of every U.S. currency. I'd like to see that it all has In God We Trust on it. It
1: does. It has In God We Trust on the currency. All right. In Aaron We People trust... are so upset about, you know, the, the under God and the Pledge of Allegiance, yet they spent. do they reject money?
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: We have to spend some somewhere. I mean, you can't live without spending any Well, it says anybody. in God we trust, but, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, to be continued. I had a guy who used to, his store used to have a sign, in God we trust, all others pay
0: cash. <laughs> oh, I was wrong. It wasn't Eric. It was Stan. All right. We have some fabulous listeners who always uh, call in to help us get great uh, conversation going. So uh, we got a caller standing by, so let's launch into the show on the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, please check them out at uh, sunburymotors.com. Okay, there's a one. I need a five, a twenty, a two, and oh, a two. hundred. You don't have to have a thousand. I know you probably don't have one of those five. on you. Where is it? Right there above the above cap. the building, okay.
1: Now you got a twenty going? on? I got a ten. Right there. Oh, God for, we trust. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: how about the twenty?
1: I don't have a twenty with me, I'm sorry. I do. Isn't that funny you're glowing? Still say you. It. Do you have a hundred? No. I <laughs> use my card. My card doesn't we say... Trust God it's we Trust, it's on the 20.
0: <laughs> okay. Is it on the two?
1: Uh, it's certainly. It's on all United States currency. Every single one? Yep. Isn't that funny? To this very day. You'd think uh, we'd probably have changed well, that. Well, you would think all these people who were so outraged about under God being in the Pledge of Allegiance would have gone to their congressman <laughs> and demanded, in God We Trust, <laughs> be taken off the currency. Well, I think
0: we had a conversation about that, but it didn't <laughs> lead to uh, removal. Well, what, we can't retroactively it remove it from everything. All right, well, let's move on. On the, I guarantee you <laughs> this is not what our good callers wish <laughs> to discuss. On the market sponsor about sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Do as I've done. See what the available inventory of F-150 trucks is, then order one to your precise specification. That's what I'm driving in uh, right now, and I would just invite you to do exactly the same. Does it fit in your
1: space? Uh, just barely. Bare- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know he- you were concerned about that. That. It kind of hangs over a little bit, but that's all right. All right. On the mark. Uh, well, it's just like you. You've been hung over a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my belly. It just hangs uh, over your belt. A little bit, yeah. All
0: right. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone line. one 800 795 telephone f- what? Line. Oh, I thought you said nine. <laughs> okay. Well, I might have, but it's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the OnTheMarket.com and text us at seven uh, zero. 703- Two three six Include the keyword OTM. Stan is ready to talk about the January 6th riots at the U.S. Capitol. Good morning. They were
1: tourist visits, weren't they?
0: Normal (laughs) tourists, yes. They stayed between the stanchions until they started beating the heck out of people. Okay, go ahead, Stan. Stan.
2: But but before that, for all the atheists and God-haters out there, anybody that can't stand that uh, in God we trust beyond their funds, on their bills, you know, the dollar bills or whatever. Please send it my way. I will properly dispose of it for them. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say about that.
0: Okay. You have to write them a check, though, in exchange.
1: You <laughs> sound like soupy sales. Oh, no, no,
2: no, no. <laughs> my, my check is under, you, uh, you know, how's the check uh, for U.S. currency? So, you know, U.S. currency. So You're going to have to start using the, the Iraqi good money or the... Afghan money if they don't, don't like it, and God we trust. I you begin, use,
1: you're, you're beginning to sound like Soupy Sales. He did a classic bit <laughs> a few years ago where he told the kids to go into Mom and Dad's wallet and get those green pieces of paper with pictures of presidents on and send them to him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I use Google Pay, so that's the way to go. Uh,
2: uh, yeah, No, me and electronic money don't get along, so I don't. Uh, as far as January 6th, when, when is the news media, the Democrats, and all the other fools going to apologize to Trump for accusing him of being in collusion with the people that went in and rioted at the Capitol. The FBI says they have found no evidence that that happened. And they've been looking into it for,
0: what, eight months? Well, I don't think that the FBI is looking for what the media is talking about. The FBI is looking for specific, you know, like maybe phone calls or paper trails or emails or things like that. But what President Trump did do with his rhetoric that started, well, really before he was elected, uh, indicating that if he lost, the election was fraudulent and fixed. Of course, he didn't hear anything about it. But then when it became clear as this 2020 election approached that he would not win, he he said, okay, well, guess what? I'm not going to win, but uh, it's going to be tainted with fraud. And he said it in every speech, everywhere, everything that he campaigned with, that the election was fraudulent. And so that fomenting of the big lie mm-hmm. is what led to oh, the insurrection. Uh,
2: okay. So, so that, that coordinated people to go in there and be, act like fools. Encourage,
0: is that what you're saying? Encouraged. Encouraged. Because that, encourage. that
2: is not... The FBI has said that there was no coordination between anybody in the Trump campaign or Trump himself for these people to go in. So when is the people that accused him of that going to apologize to him? That's what I'm
0: asking. So who said that President Trump coordinated with? Uh, let's <laughs> let's say <laughs> Did the you hear Proud the impeachment
1: Boys. trial? Yeah, were you around for that?
0: Right. There's words of encouragement to them, but not. There's no, 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 no nobody no, no, said no, no. he sent him an email or anything. Words
1: of encouragement would be like, gee, I hope you feel better tomorrow, Mark, and I hope it's a better day for you. Go down there and fight oh. like hell. If that was if that was considered provocative. Stan, you're never
0: going to hear what you want because nobody's going to apologize for anything. President Trump, a, a, a common sense obviously dictates it was a 100 percent clear that he okay. was interested in encouraging what happened on January 6th as it was before it happened, as it was happening and denied that he had any role in it afterward. Any, no, no, see, that's that's can where you're see that. wrong. Anyone can no. say. Yeah, I,
1: I'm inclined to agree with Stan. I think you're wrong there, too. I think his goal was hopefully that the pressure, public pressure, would uh, cause Vice President Pence to vote to do something unconstitutional, or constitutional <laughs> if you agree with Stan. That was his goal. Well, it wasn't to storm the Capitol and kill people or harm people.
2: See, and I, see, that's the thing. I don't think Pence had the power to do anything, all right? Because, uh, you know, the Congress, all he did was, Side over it, he didn't have the power to do anything. Agreed. And and the same people that were belly aching about Republicans standing up and opposing the uh, electoral count, the Democrats were the same people in 2017 that did the same thing against Trump. So I am tired of hearing it from them because they're a bunch of hypocrites. But I, as we all know those Democrats are nothing but hypocrites because they prove it every
0: day. Right. And fortunately, that is not an affliction that any Republicans enjoy. So it's, no, no it's they, they
2: enjoy it, too. Yeah, we've got you know, our share but, of them. But in this particular fact, they, they, you know, they're like the pot calling the kettle black, plain and simple.
1: Yeah. All right. and, well, let's face it, there's plenty of hypocrisy to go around. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, and, and in the case of, you know... The anti-Trumpers and all that. Look what we have right now going on because of what they did. All right.
1: But I agree with That'd Mark. Be- no one's going to apologize for it. If you're waiting <laughs> for that, Stan, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna be an awfully old I, man. I, I,
2: I know. I won't hold my breath. I'm just putting it out there.
0: What's going on right now?
2: Well, everything that's going over in, in, Afghanistan, oh, in Afghanistan and around this right. country. I gotcha. You know, you yeah. know, southern borders wide open, letting in terrorists and whoever, drug dealers and all that. And now we're bringing all these people. And our fine governor here in Pennsylvania, Governor Wolf, said he is going to welcome the Afghan people into this into the state. I don't have a problem with vetted Afghan people coming into the state. It's the problem is they're not vetting them. They don't know who's coming in. They just loaded that first plane full, you know, the one with the famous picture. They got 400 people sitting on the floor of the C-17. How many of them do you think they actually know who they are, what they did in Afghanistan, and how what loyalty who they're showing loyalty to, whether it's the, you know, the good Afghan government. well they're a little corrupt, but, mess, but the better that they weren't Taliban and and the U.S. you know government soldiers to troops, or are they just the uh, Taliban members that snuck into the crowd and infiltrated so they could get to the U.S. or wherever else they get stuck in, no, because I guess they're going to Germany and wherever else.
1: Are you okay, Joe? Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. I appreciate your concern. All right. Thank you, Stan.
0: Excellent points all. Very glad to hear from you.
2: (laughs) Have a good day. Take care, Stan. And remember, send your money my way. I will dispose of it properly. If you cannot stand in God, we trust (laughs) in the back. If you get
1: more than you can handle, let me know. I'll help you. (laughs) But
0: he won't send you a check in return for that. All right, Lance, thank you for patience. You are now on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
3: Yes, you boys. Well, I tried a couple times, and I was at was supposed to have been a uh, Wi-Fi hotspot. And I, I could hear you, but um, you folks couldn't hear me in the, the uh, call screener.
0: Oh, okay.
3: But anyway, here I am. And uh, I thought it curious, though. You know, everybody that got on those planes was vetted <laughs> by the Taliban. <laughs> they didn't get through all those checkpoints, you know, by being... Uh, American sympathizers, I don't think so. But anyway, I called about with uh, Tom once in a while on uh, the uh, uh, your advertisement, you know, for the show. Why he says about the only thing that would stop the immigration is if we would punish the employers, the em- people who employ the illegals, right? We'll see. Reagan wanted to do that. He allowed uh, just about full amnesty in exchange for a promise that we would have a million-dollar fine for anybody that hired an illegal. Well, the Dems ruled him on that one. They never introduced it, and they held the House. So you can blame the Democrats for it, not the uh, being done. And that is the only thing that's going to stop. And i got to agree with Tom on that one, that's for sure. And uh, he also uh, had said once or twice about uh, what do conservatives want to conserve. Well, what we are trying to conserve is human life. I mean, come on. Uh, The other side seems bent on the destruction of 600,000 innocent lives every year with total impecunity. So, we'd like to conserve that.
1: I think you meant, <laughs> you didn't mean impecunity. That's being poor or rich. Impe- oh,
3: yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, with, I, I, I. Impunity,
1: you letters. meant impunity. Impunity, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right.
3: Yeah. But, uh, I mean, seriously, that is a thing there. And you think about it, though. Uh, <laughs> you talk about if it's not a breathing, it's not alive and therefore can be destroyed you know with that word okay well i know that in the spring had i gone down the road here to an eagle nest took out a couple of the eggs and put a hammer to them i would be in big trouble for killing what I mean, if it's not a lie, it's just a... It's,
1: they're a protected. Globular. But it's an endangered species. Human beings aren't an endangered species. There are plenty of yeah, us. I, Show I, I think, granted. That's, <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah, I, that's,
4: that's no, I'm, that's thinking. the logic, I well, think. Well,
1: yeah, but geez, out of your mouth. <laughs> no, okay. I'm just repeating what I've heard. I'm not okay. agreeing with it. I got you. Yeah. I mean,
3: that, that's what I'm uh, saying, too. I mean, we, we seem to think that... Uh, you know, a bird is more important than a human being. I mean, you know, I think liberalism is a mental disorder if you're looking at it that way, aren't you? Just something to think
1: about. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I would say that people who, who uh, favor abortion really should examine their conscience a little more care- clearly, I think, in the long run. Because you're right, I mean, it's not like a fetus is going to turn into a cow or a bird. It's gonna turn into a human being one hundred percent of the time it's gonna turn into a human being. Yeah, right.
3: Yeah, exactly. Precisely. But I, I just thought though it was kind of uh ironic, you know, that Tom and Reagan, you know, really agreed on something and that I definitely agree with uh Tom on that one. If we could well, I
1: think Tom that. is Tom is a closet Reagan supporter. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> Just sit down know. Joe sit down please <laughs> alright I have to sit down now Let's not mention his name anymore. I'm tired of standing. We got you, Lance. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, Lance. You bet. Appreciate that. 1-800-795-9565.
0: Got a couple of two-tree open lines right now. Uh, Got an empty text basket, so you can send us a text at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Got two emails left over from yesterday. We're going to read those on the radio shortly here on WDK. okay? But call us, 1-800-795-9565.
1: So are you going to turn on the microphones, or are you engaged in something else? Uh, Engaged in something else. Checking, checking, (laughs) checking, making sure everything's perfect. Well, you've done a wonderful job.
0: Everything and is in doing perfect. So in, it was not perfect coming in, back from the break. View. All <laughs> right, one 1-800-795-9565. Uh, yesterday we did talk about the Pledge of Allegiance because some folks in Iowa, uh, one particular profane individual, was very concerned that Iowa is joining with uh, many other states in requiring the Pledge of Allegiance at the start of the school day or school
1: class. That it be recited once per day once in per day every, at every the school. school. Mm-hmm. And Iowa, uh, the question was asked yesterday. And I heard an interview with the legislator who introduced it. Actually, he's the youngest legislator in the state of Iowa. He's mm. 20, 23 or 24 years old. He said that Iowa's one of three or four states that did not have a requirement that it be re- uh, be recited every day. So he merely introduced a law to bring it into basically what other 47, 46, 47 other states have done. And one of his constituents uh,
0: felt that the phrase uh, liberty and justice for all was not yet achieved.
1: And well, so... yeah, that's a polite way of putting it. the woman had a curse had the mouth of a drunken sailor with <laughs> the way she was cursing and swearing and the horrible things she said about this country you know if she's not that happy here i th- really think she ought to find some other place to go where she will be that happy I mean, certainly, I, I I hate this love it or leave it thing with America, but man, no, when you, I don't think when you, you hate do. it that much, when you hate the country that much. I think that you much, just said it, <laughs> that she should leave the country. I said she should find some place where she would be happier. I'm not saying that she can't be happy in the United States of America. Maybe she should find some enclave where everybody hates the country and lives there. Well, Joe,
0: it's tragic,
1: but uh, what you'll find in America is that most true Americans and patriots
0: fight for positive change in the country. They don't flee, as you're suggesting. She do. Most people don't have. Well, that How about backbone. all those people who said they Maybe were going? to— Maybe you do. What but about all uh, those people, most other people fight for change.
1: What about all those other people who said they were going to leave the country if Donald Trump got elected? They never left. <laughs> they never did. They never. They're I still have no here. Whoopi idea.
0: Goldberg is still here. I
1: think she's here. F- f- she's still here fighting. For Joy positive Behar change. is still here <laughs> fighting for positive change on right. her show. Well, Tom says, well, it didn't take Stan long to come up with an excuse as to why the five Afghan families I recommended move next to him shouldn't be allowed to do so. Big hypocrite. Oh, Ouch. Uh, He said he didn't mind them coming to this country. He supported them coming. He just wanted to make sure they were vetted. I don't mm-hmm. see anything wrong with it. I feel the same way about the people coming across the border illegally down south. It's one thing to let them in. It's another to make sure that they don't have any nefarious intentions. Do you vet the people coming into Shemokin Dam? We do. <laughs> that's why we don't allow you through the borough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to go around. <laughs> right. You're persona non grata in the borough Burr- of Dam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means,
0: but it sounds terrible. Oh, okay. alright right. right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We also got this yesterday as it related to the pledge. Conversation.
1: Uh, Larry G, our friend from Richmond, Texas, says this comes from the Iowa legislator who wrote the amendment requiring the pledge to be held in the classrooms. Quote, by being just one of a few states who did not have Pledge of Allegiance language in our code, we were doing a disservice to our students. And yeah. I think that's true.
0: And there's no reason. They should not be given the
1: same opportunity and or obligation to uh, recite the well, And he made it quite clear this morning that no one is being forced to say it. The the administration is going to have it said every day. Someone's mm-hmm. going to say it, so they, but they aren't forcing to. you. No one's going to be standing next to your mouth to hear whether or not you actually <laughs> say the words <laughs> and then throw you in jail if you don't. I mean, it's not that. I wonder if you have the opportunity to sit down if you so choose.
0: That was part of the pledge protest that probably started in the 60s around the year.
1: So would you sit down if you heard the pledge of allegiance without no, no.
0: So what would you do? I say the pledge. So you would say. Happy stand. to do so.
1: Would you put your hand over your heart?
0: Of course. Yeah, okay. and I think, you know, I, I, I think the caller to that that the legislator may be right that we haven't achieved liberty and justice for all, but uh, I you know, maybe then in that case, some of the things in the pledge would be uh, something to work for, something, a goal rather than a, you know, a profane diatribe about why we haven't done poorly. I mean, we talked about this during the Black Lives Matter protests uh, last year when the idea of, you know, the question that I asked, is there absolutely positively anything we can do to make policing better, either as a system or individually? He wasn't
1: calling about the police. No, no, I'm just saying.
0: It's an illustration. All the right. goal is that is there anything we do can do to improve, and <laughs> even you conceded that there probably would be something that officers outside Shemokin Dam could do to improve. Your officers are up to speed, but that uh, you know other officers and/or departments and/or you know broad policing uh, uh, in general could probably stand for something somehow, some way to improve something. Well, I think that's the same thing with the Pledge of Allegiance. It describes a, a <coughs> country that for many people doesn't yet exist. And and so therefore who are these people for whom it doesn't exist well i think anybody who's ever been discriminated against could say that that's a form of an so injustice so if i was
1: discriminated against 20 years ago let's say because i'm a catholic and today i'm not i should still be festering over that 20 year ago problem Wait, what's this? You're saying the country's made progress. Right. But then you're saying that the people who have been ever been discriminated against, I'm saying if I was discriminated against 20 years ago and that discrimination doesn't happen today, should I still have that in my mind as being some reason why this country isn't living up to its expectations?
0: Joe, do you think our country has You're lived- not answering me. Well, the answer is yes. It you has- do
1: think I should be festering over that?
0: No, no. You sh- you sh- you- please don't fester, Joe. <laughs> it's bad enough you don't shower enough. <laughs> just don't fester okay but seriously if if you think that everything that's described in the pledge of allegiance has always been true for every american
1: always you're just wearing well, your blinders and fox well, I funnels I don't want that the question well, that's is, what the lady was yelling about. No, what she was yelling about, she said, quote, our children aren't proud to be American. Maybe the white suburban kids are proud to be American because their rights are afforded to them every day and they don't have to fight for them. But the rest of us who are women, the poor, the elderly, the minorities, we're not effing proud. What are we proud of? We're proud of our racist history. We're proud of our racist roots. So she's talking about history. In other words, not what's happening today. And I'm elderly, if you want to describe me that way. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that this country is... That I have to fight for my rights because I'm elderly. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many women fight for their rights? Look at what happened in New York. They just threw the governor out for abusing women. You know, to say that we're not making progress and that we're not we're not achieving the promise that think we set says, out. Uh, she says she does not even care. She's just saying you, that the country you, you is totally worthless. You know what she's worthless. thinking? <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she makes it abundantly clear what she is thinking.
0: All right, we'll read the whole quote when we come back. We're going to hear the lady's message uh, in Iowa. Uh, well, I think the,
1: Rob's going to be awfully busy going beep, 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 beep. <laughs> well,
0: I, I think you can say, what did you say, Ethan a little while right. ago? <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565, speedy dialers only at this point. Uh, we would love to hear from you, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, one of our listeners says, Tom, take the thumbs out of your ears and listen to what I said. I want trusted and vetted Afghanistans, not criminals and Taliban. Fair enough. Lance gets another minute. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
3: Okay. Well, I think we could just modify the pledge a little bit as you get down there and say, one nation under God, indivisible as we strive for liberty and justice for all.
0: Oh, I like that. That's great. Do you, I think that would, that yeah. would do
1: it. Are are we at 100% justice for all yet? No. Okay, so it would well, be... Well, that would imply, as we strive for it, would imply that we don't have it at all. How about but that? we're hoping well, to get it.
6: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah,
3: maybe so. But I thought it was a nice thought.
1: Yeah, it's a great yeah, it's thought. It's a nice thought, Fabulous. but I I don't think we should be amending the pledge every time somebody finds some fault with it. Once again, you and I, Lance, are on the <laughs> same page, so we're glad to see we're back to normal. Thank you, sir. How about One Nation yes, Under sure. God, with maybe some liberty and independence and s- stuff for all? For as many people <laughs> as Joe can, can uh, for, squeeze through the fox For funnels. white, blue-eyed people. Exactly. <laughs> right.
0: Well said. <laughs> all right, Very important telephone number. You should write that down. You'll need it in Next hour, we invite you to do what I am done, and that's a drive a Mustang Mach-E from the Sunbury Motor Company. This particular one was a mannequin, all electric, has a couple of two, three electric motors in it. You can plug it in at your house. It only takes a couple of two, three hours to charge up, especially if you got 220. That expedites things. And then you get 90 miles to the gallon of electricity, so... It's a super vehicle. Of course, it's an SUV. It is not the uh,
1: rocket How miles to the gallon of electricity? Uh, Explain that. Well, I, I, how do you do MPG with a... How about uh, miles per watt? <laughs> miles per watt.
0: Okay, <laughs> you get a half a mile per watt. This, this particular vehicle I drove was $56,000, so a little higher end than maybe some of your previous cars were, but you are launching yourself into a decade or more into the future with the Mustang Mach-E. Available at the Sunbury Motor Company. We invite you to do what I've done. Start a car search at sunburymotors.com. This is OK Sunbury. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. Double live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me and uh, foolishly opposing nearly all of the common sense ideas that I've been espousing all along. But he's got his Fox funnels in, got his blinders on and he's uh, ready for more important conversation. We'd love to hear from you today. 1-800-795-9565. Talked about the Pledge of Allegiance uh, yesterday because one individual individual in Iowa says that it <laughs> it just doesn't cut it. Uh, she used lots of profanity to say how uh, unproud her children are because we have a lot of uh, liberty and justice yet to achieve. So we had a good conversation about that. Joe was talking to a little bit about uh, one clipping, that uh, the United Way is using critical race theory in one community to, in order to uh, further their uh, teachings or diversity training. Along or with a number of large companies. All right. So, yeah, we can talk yeah, about we that. that. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, and uh, it is open phones. We've talked quite a bit about Afghanistan, the Taliban indicating that the July 31st deadline that President Biden originally set is going to stick. So it won't be negotiated uh, again. So we'll have to try to get as many people out of there as, as soon as possible. And uh, maybe there's something else in the news you'd like to discuss. Uh, maybe something closer to home here in the central Susquehanna Valley had a raucous uh, sealants goes school board meeting recently and one of our good listeners says that is actually perfect democracy. That's the way it's supposed to work where uh, people speak up and uh, boards listen and then make an informed choice based in part on what they've heard from the general public so maybe you'd like to weigh in on that. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. The Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. I've been lucky enough to drive quite a few of their vehicles and now the Bronco and the Mustang and an F-150 and just enjoying fabulous uh, vehicles and learning about all of the superlative things that are in the vehicles right now and the anticipated longevity that the vehicles have. So you could make a life- lifetime purchase at the Sunbury Motor Company. Do as I did. Start at sunburymotors.com and uh, you will end up, it uh, may- might take four months because of the chip process or maybe they got, uh, they got some F-150s and a 250 and a Ranger. A, let's see a Hyundai Palisade and a Hyundai Veloster down at the showroom. We were just down there, Uh, but uh, you can check out some of the other vehicles they got there at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarknwtkok.com and text us at 70236. We would love to hear from you. Northumberland County has won their long dispute with Cole Township over county prison permit fees. Trouble is, when the county was building a $2 million prison in Cole Township, Cole Township says the building permit fees are all based on a percentage of the cost of building the building that you're making. And so that meant uh, that Northumberland County owed Cole Township uh, several hundred thousand dollars for a building permit. And a uh, Lecoming County judge, Dudley Anderson, agreed that that was exorbitant. And now the Northumberland County is going to get a quarter million dollar refund from Cold Township. Associated Press reporting that the top Republican in Pennsylvania Senate said Monday that hearings will begin next week, and he is committed to carrying out a full forensic investigation of the state's 2020 presidential election. The Senate president, uh, Jake Corman, said he has communicated with former President Donald Trump, whose baseless claims about election fraud have propelled loyalists to pursue audits and reviews and other examinations of ballots and voting machines around the U.S. Uh, Corman said, quote, I think he's comfortable, uh, meaning President Trump is comfortable with where we are heading. And so we are going to continue with his work. All of this has led to one individual losing their chairmanship in Harrisburg.
7: During a Senate session held Monday, a communication from Senate President Pro Tem Jake Corman read by the Senate clerk stated that Senator Doug Mastriano was being removed as chairman of the Senate Intergovernmental Operations Committee but would remain a member of the committee and that Senator Chris Dush was being appointed chairman of the committee. This comes after Corman issued a statement last week which said Mastriano mm-hmm. was not authorized to spearhead a call for an Arizona-style review of the results of the 2020 presidential election in PA. Mastriano had ordered three counties to turn over materials related to the election.
0: Mark Sims, News Radio, 1070 WKOK. And Penn Live reporting the change in the chairmanship stems from the feud that played out after Mastriano went on One American News Network and accused uh, Jake Corman of stonewalling efforts to conduct the Arizona style forensic investigation. Mastriano said Corman had undermined his efforts for the committee to meet and vote on issuing subpoenas to three counties, York, Tioga, and Philadelphia counties seeking documents, information, and equipment related to the 2020 election. Corman later responded by accusing Mastriano of being more interested in politics and showmanship than actually getting things done, so he appointed Dush to take over the chairmanship of the Intergovernmental Committee and further uh, punish Mastriano by reassigning Mastriano's staff to the president's office.
1: Now, how about that? Well, there you go.
0: And they're supposed to be the adults in the room.
1: Finally. Well, why? I think that makes sense. You know, if you disagree with it, I mean, you know, you you lead, you find somebody doing something bad, you stop them.
0: Mastriano has to be given full reign, full chairmanship, full ability, (laughs) full subpoena power. You
1: realize what you're arguing for. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. Everything it takes to fully reveal... Exactly
1: who he is. So <laughs> Exactly I, who he is. Right. So. so in other words, you're not supporting Donald Trump's call for an re- election no. review. And why? Mastriano's a little bit of cray-cray,
0: so <laughs> it, we wish to expose that. The only way we're going to do that is if he has subpoena power.
1: I see. Okay.
0: <laughs> and finally, now that the FDA has given full approval to Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, the White House is asking employers to make it mandatory for all workers. The Pentagon is also planning to mandate that all service members be vaccinated. The Pfizer vaccine is still not recommended for kids 12 and under, but it, that could be cleared by Christmas time, they say. <laughs> I love that. Not the Just end of the year. Just time for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh,
1: oh. Merry Christmas, Boys and girls, here's a shot for you. Here's your jeb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> here is your jeb.
1: Santa's got a great big sharp needle for you here. <laughs>
0: Be careful reaching into that bag. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sound advice. All right. One 9565 Eric, you're on the mark.
4: Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call this day before Cillings Grove starts school again. Joe, your grandkids uh, up and going tomorrow?
1: Well, my oldest one is. My youngest one's only three. He will be a few years.
4: (laughs) Okay, good. Good thing. In person? uh, Yeah,
1: well, that's the only option they're offering this year.
4: Okay. Uh, No, I think there's still, uh, for certain certain criteria, there's still at home if... uh, if there's uh, issues. But uh, for the most part, yeah, it's in person tomorrow. Looking forward to a great start of the school year. Pfizer has uh, now been uh, given the stamp of approval from the FDA. Uh, what I'm hoping is that this was the last thing to persuade uh, people to get the shot, you know, roll up your sleeve, take one for the team. Um, but I have a theory, Joe and, and, and Mark, and see what you think. I think there's a lot of people out there, who are proponent that they're against a shot for this reason or that reason, but the real reason is they're afraid of needles. That's what <laughs> I think. <laughs> not, I I really think so. I'm. I'm not, I'm not trying to be you know uh, just funny this morning. Um, and every time you see one of the spots about that, you always see that needle going deep into the arm, right? I think we need to re- redo the uh, redo the commercials. I think there's some younger younger ones being out for trying to reach the uh, 16 to 24-year-old crowd and, and so forth. But yeah, no, I truly think that. I think that there's a bunch of old folks like us who... Who remember getting stuck as kids and hated it and you know, and, uh, are afraid of needles. Probably the same people who are afraid to get the flu shot.
0: Well, I think uh, the COVID-19 vaccine, maybe because it's such a short needle, maybe it, I, I don't know, it didn't hurt. It I didn't be, hurt me at all. Barely I didn't knew they no, did it.
4: <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, needles, I, I tell you, since since I was a kid, I you, it used to hurt like crazy. They seem like they don't even don't even pinch anymore. I think it's new technology, the needles and so forth. So my my appeal this morning is, folks, it don't hurt. You know, go out and get the shot. and, And maybe, you know, save us from having to have all the kids wear masks because I think we're heading in that direction. I really do. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, do, if you don't do it for yourself, do it for your kids. But we were or sold. do it for, go ahead.
1: Well, I was just going to say we were sold on getting the vaccine, that we could live our lives again. The president told us you get the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask. Now they're saying, well, you got the vaccine, but you still got to wear a mask.
4: Well, we know there's a lot of prominent people out there who are getting sick even after you know, and I, I really think we're we'll gonna need the third shot. I really do. Um, uh, kinda like we you know, probably every year just like the flu shots are coming out now, they're gonna be needed. Uh but uh, you know
1: that's, you know, that's an what interesting did point. i glad you, you know, brought that up. I, I, last year, I don't remember many. Uh, I had a flu shot because I got it before um, the vaccine was out. But now they're advertising. You're right. I've seen signs saying, get your flu shot here free or whatever. We'll give you a $5 coupon if you get it or whatever. But, I mean, wh- how many vaccines can we take? I mean, should we take both? It's or?
4: total, total different mechanisms,
1: Joe. I know. But uh, what I'm saying is how many times do you want to put something in your body and what are the benefits? Do it. Are there any well, interactions? We don't know well, whether. Well,
4: when we do the kiddos, they do the MMR and you know, stuff. They do multiples all at one time, all in one shot. I mean, uh, but uh, you know, the thing it is, you can still get the flu, and you and the flu, flu can still kill you. I mean, especially older folks, are uh, are you know. I mean, the flu pandemic is a real thing. Uh, something I didn't notice. I'm, I'm doing a study on uh, some of the presidents, and actually, FDR almost died of the uh, Spanish flu in, in 19. He got very, very sick when he was uh, secretary of the, the assistant secretary of the Navy. That, that's something I did, did not know. Probably. He, so he was almost taken out by the Spanish flu back in the, the 19 or 20. Yeah,
1: so. well, please, we're not allowed to call it the Spanish flu. I mean, let's face it. We've had people in this program arguing that that's wrong.
4: Well, that's what they termed it. No, uh, I know it was, it's it been termed, termed that. That's I why I think we should that. call
1: this the Chinese flu. Did we did. Oh, I see where <laughs> <saying>. it <was laughs> came. It's where Chinese it came flu. from.
4: <laughs> well, we used to call you know, the Hong Kong flu. I mean, remember the Hong Kong flu that was the what, early seventies? Am I made myself here? Yeah, no, it was a rule. I remember it's that variant, yeah, so forth, and and, and that's to. Um, as to uh, requiring the shot, I'm sure there's a lot of vets out there uh, who, and I, I'm not sure if they're still doing it now. I assume they do that when they, you know, they were enlisted or drafted. You know, on the first days in the army, navy, whatever, they lined up, rolled up their sleeve, and got a slew of inoculations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because that's what the military needed for effectiveness, and I think that's what America needs for effectiveness and these companies which want to mitigate mitigate the you know their their risk and and so forth having their their people vaccinated i think makes sense
1: so you support president uh, biden and his call to have everybody every employer mandate their employees have the shot
4: i support the science uh i'm I'm not going to get political on this issue i support the science which says yes we we need this inoculation just like when we needed... I remember as a kid uh, had lined up with all you know, my classmates and so forth and rolling up our sleeves and getting the uh, German measles shot, which was about 1971, 72.
0: That you know? was done I via I go back jab.
1: further than that. I remember being lined up in high school to get the uh, Sabin vaccine.
7: After
4: yeah, the folio, wow. yeah, yeah.
1: And, <laughs> and you and got a shot for that? No. no, Sabin vaccine was, I think, a sugar cube. Okay. Um,
4: yeah, yeah. Oh, so, and... and you know, all of us over the age of 45, let's say, can roll up their arm now and still see where you had your vaccination mark. That was a that was a point of uh, honor as a kid. Show me your vaccination. Who has the worst looking vaccination mark on your left arm, you know? Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, that, to me, this is no different. If you want to live in society, be part of society, have an open society then there's responsibility of being part of that society.
0: Why did those other vaccinations leave a mark and modern ones? It was up? just
1: the uh, smallpox vaccine.
4: It was a smallpox, the smallpox, nature of the smallpox vaccine, yeah. It put, I can it, remember so that. It, it was a subdural. It, wasn't the, it was just right. under the skin. Remember the little needle? It wasn't yeah. a, a shot. It was,
1: and you kind of you know, got the, a big red crust on top of right, it, and then it right, fell off yeah. and you had a scar. Hmm.
4: Yeah, and some people had a big one like I do, like, you know, and some people had just little dots you had to really look at it, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, Yeah, be part of society. Get the shots, folks, because, you know, it's cranking back up again.
1: All right. Fair enough. Thank you, Eric. And uh, good luck,
4: too. Good luck to all the students going back. Be safe, guys. You know, parents, if you feel you need to wear the mask on the kids, wear the mask. And, uh, you know, uh, but if things don't turn around, we're going to probably be heading back to mandatory masks just like we were last year because the numbers are cranking up.
1: Well, I hate to turn the teachers into mask enforcement officers, but that's apparently what we're going to do.
4: Well, what, what's since the numbers are going back up, we know the numbers are high, like they were last spring. Why was there? I mean, the kids were masked last spring and you didn't have this mass protest and so forth. It was accepted what we had to do. But now all of a sudden there's this, this mass protest. You know, um, I don't got Well,
1: I don't. I'd like to know how many of the twelve-year-old and older's have been vaccinated. What percentage of them? I know in Snyder County, I've heard you say and some others say that our vaccination rate's 40 percent. But what is it among people between the ages of 12 and let's say 18? Because they're the ones who are in school, most yeah. of the, you know. Yeah. Not obviously the younger kids, younger than 12, it hasn't been approved for them. But right, 12 right. to 12 to 18, how many? Uh, how many are vaccinated? Right. I don't
0: know, well, but I know that can, that can they're be. They're trying
4: to target them with uh, public service ads and so forth. And uh, but again. That's not an independent choice, is it? It goes back to, well, the parents allow them to unless they're 18. And so the parent. The parent I don't know.
1: Is that an age? In other words, if I were a 15 year old and I wanted to be vaccinated, I couldn't go in and say, I want vaccinated. I'd have it to have my be parents' 15, permission?
4: 15. Uh, might be 15, but I don't know where the parental permission comes in. I mean, you can get treatment for things and and have, you know, tests, like if you have an STD or something. I think at age 15, you go in without your parents knowing. What? So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But so, that's wrong well, I mean I, I one of the obvious questions is, could a fifteen year old girl get an abortion if she wanted one, but she couldn't get the vaccine?
4: I don't know, I don't know. I know that it, that that uh, I think it's age fifteen is the point where you do not have to have the parents uh, you can say no, I don't want my parent in with me for discussion well, for age fifteen,
1: however, it plays out. I agree with you. people should get the vaccine. We agree on that.
4: Okay, right. Joe, we agree on something. Thank well, that's you a, that's so much. A start. Good luck. Look, good luck. Be <laughs> safe, folks. And let's, let's start school on a positive note. And football season Friday. Get the shot. Watch the football game.
0: All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Eric. Thanks All for right. checking in. All right, one like right. 795-9. Will the
1: football players be in masks?
0: <laughs> no. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. They do wear a helmet though, for okay. the same reason. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Open germs phones. Out? Yes. <laughs> you can email us at onthemarket.wdko.com.
5: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subray Motors way, like
1: We have an email, maybe the grace note to our conversation about the shot. Doug says, get the shot, get the shot. And if everybody gets the shot, we can be done with COVID. This is absolutely not true. Just look at some other countries, such as Israel, where they have a high vaccination rate, but their COVID cases are higher than ever. From the beginning of this thing, some have been saying, why doesn't the CDC, the WHO, or the media talk about diet, exercise, and supplements to combat illness? This virus is never going away, and we need to learn to live with it. But it's all about the shot. Why? Oh, brother.
0: Well, people should probably do all of those things. Get well, the jab, take good care of themselves. I think that, that
1: there, is, there certainly is demonstrable evidence that the shot does keep many people from getting seriously ill, if not exactly preventing it from getting ill at all. Well, and Israel's spread is
0: primarily because of young people congregating and getting together in schools and so on, so the the Delta variant is there too and so it's spreading wildly but their hospitalization and death rate is way down, nothing like it used to be so uh, yes, they do have a gazillion cases now in part because of the variant, but uh, death is less, so I guess that's the upside, right? Yep. You're not as likely to die from it, you're still likely to get it though. Yeah, we've seen people around here have been vaccinated. uh, But
1: the the large number of cases right now are among the unvaccinated. And it it amazes me that people are willing to, you know, take something like that horse drug, but not take the the vaccine.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, Tucker Carlson knows what he's talking about. And so I think if he suggests a good horse dewormer, (laughs) I, I would just take it. I'd put it on my cereal every day. Oh, you would. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. It's Tucker Carlson, for heaven's sake. And Sean. Well, Kennedy. if I ever knew anybody who needed dewormed, it's you. Well, and one of our good listeners sent us a note yesterday, and I don't believe we read it. But he said, uh, "Let me fi- see if I can find it."
1: Yep, here you go. Yeah, I don't said, think we well, read this. It's, it's from Doug as well. It said, Invermectin is a human drug as well for parasites and such. My point is that it's very effective, but not being prescribed because there's no money in it. That's why people are buying it from an animal supply store. All right. Thank I once you. had a doctor tell me to take. Um, um, glucosamine and chondroitin to keep my joints limber. Oh, okay. But he said, you know, medical science—you uh, won't, you won't hear much about this because nobody makes any money on it. It's uh, not a prescription uh, jug. it's available over the counter.
0: My gosh, I haven't had chondroitin in almost four hours. Yeah, I
1: take two a day.
0: Chris, you're on the mark.
7: Yeah. Well, I had the, uh, I had uh, the percentage of 12 to 18 year olds on my,
0: my. Uh, Computer, but now it's gone.
7: Phone, but uh, it zipped to something else. And but anyway, basically, it was for t- 12 to 15s were the lowest, probably because they've had less time where they were allowed to get it. But it was about uh, okay. 30, 33 percent
1: around is here, it, Chris, or just nationally? This
7: is nation nationwide.
1: Okay, I would suspect yeah. around here it's less than that, wouldn't mm-hmm. you?
7: Probably, at least in Snyder County.
1: Yeah, if you get the jab, you have to move out, son. Yeah, you know, the leaders <laughs> there just aren't
7: doing their job.
1: What leaders? <laughs> I think he's joshing. I'm joshing you, Joe. Well, I'm not a leader. I'm just a mayor. You're a mayor. <laughs> that's a leader. They aren't leaders, I guess. And that's right. We just follow. You're a natural-born leader. <laughs> well, I come on this program every day, and I say we should get vaccinated, so... How much more do but, I do? but I'm,
7: yeah get get vaccinated and well, you could stop uh, doing those dreamy little uh, trumpy aside like well, gee, I wonder if you can take too many vaccinations at once. Maybe you really, they might interact. Well, I think that's a, legiti-
1: that's a legitimate question. I'm yeah, sorry, that's not but that's a Trump legitimate, legitimate
7: question. question that you uh, are just daydreaming about with no information at well, not daydreaming
1: about. I'm which just is what ask-
7: Trump did with uh, his, his uh, taking chlorine or whatever it was supposed to be. He
1: didn't say to take was, anything like that, Chris. It, we read his exact no, quote yesterday. What he
7: did do was... Uh, uh, with a bunch of experts there, he was going to suggest a whole solution to the problem because he's so brilliant, and therefore I'll suggest that. Oh, maybe there's some disinfect- disinfectants kill kill the kill all of it. So maybe there's a disinfectant you can use to sort of infect your lungs and get it all killed. That's what he was mumbling about.
1: Well, I think you're being unkind to the man. I think he was thinking out loud, which probably no president yeah, should ever do. he was thinking out
7: loud, and with the experts <laughs> by him, when he's leading a talk on, on, with the experts right there, he's going to suggest something brilliant. And you could see the look on her face when he turned over and looked at her. She had to work real hard to not roll her eyes. You could see that.
1: Yeah, sort of the look that the Pentagon officials gave Joe Biden when he said everything was under control in Afghanistan.
7: Well, everything's not under control in <laughs> Afghanistan, but uh, that's the way wars end when you lose them.
0: You got to get out of town.
7: You got to get out of town, and it happened in Vietnam, and you were saying people got out of Vietnam yesterday or something. They didn't get anybody out of Vietnam. Don't you remember the boat people and all that stuff?
1: We have a lot of Vietnamese citizens who came here after the Vietnamese War. The church yes, that, yes
7: they were boat people that we picked up offshore. We didn't, we didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we weren't getting many people out. We barely got, uh, the last two, two Americans didn't get out. They died there and we didn't get their bodies.
1: Never got their bodies?
7: I don't know about never, but I haven't heard. Like I haven't heard, but they didn't get them then.
1: Well, that's not the way I remember it, but I was going to look uh, that
7: up. <laughs> yeah, they, well, you don't. I don't think you're remembering it right. Okay. But you can check that out if you want. But uh, yeah, uh, wars end that way, and and you say Trump was Trump says he was going to get all the military equipment out, and all the soldier, and all the Afghani's out. Well, his, his State Department was working against that with Steve Miller. They were doing the. Uh, they had a. They had a. It set up to uh, start. Start doing uh, clearing people for coming over, but Steve Miller uh, instituted things that sort of stopped the operation just by not by saying we're not doing it, but by stalling. At every point, because he didn't want Afghanis coming here. Because I guess it's okay to call somebody racist if he is a racist, maybe. <laughs> I hope that won't get Stan upset. Of course, if you call nothing racist, then everything's racist too, I guess.
1: That's true. That's
7: corollary of his theory.
1: <laughs> okay.
7: And, and this uh, I, I think I must have hit a sense of a part there on the, on the under God. Boy.
1: Well, are you getting rid of your money? Have you, have you thrown okay. your money out?
7: Oh, uh, uh, yeah. If you want to buy it for twice the face value because it's an artistic, religious work of some value, I'll sell you all my $1 bills for $2. Oh, no, I think, I
1: think you should be, you know, you don't want to use those words under the pledge because you don't believe in them. Yeah,
7: and did I, did I walk out of school or did I get my education, Joe?
1: I don't know. Which?
7: Uh, you figure it out.
1: <laughs> I'd say you walked out of school, Chris. Okay, <laughs> but you got an education. If you obviously. want to say that, uh, you got an education.
7: So, so, it's, and I never said anything about hating religion or hating God.
1: No, you didn't. I I'll, think God's
7: a wonderful concept. He's just not a reality.
1: Okay, that's what you believe. But you, you know, you have an objection to using those words in the pledge. I just wonder why it didn't extend to currency. Well,
7: okay, Joe. Let's let's turn it around. Suppose it said, without God in the pledge.
1: One nation without God? Mm-hmm. Yes. Where would we be then? So you, you're suggesting we make that a part of the pledge? No,
7: I'm suggesting that should offend you. It does. Okay, and I offend you, I'm offended the same way by your reversal, because you're trying to force a religion on me.
1: But you can say the Pledge of Allegiance and omit those words. You don't have to say them. Nobody's going to force yeah, you to say admit them. you
7: could it if it said under God, would you, uh, not under God. Would you, 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 could, you, you could not say it. Would well, let's, that, that make you happy, Joe? Let's
1: take a look at it. From, would that
7: make you happy, Joe? Uh, let me, I'm
1: answering your would question. Would that make you happy, I'm Joe? I'm trying to answer your question. Let's take an analytical look at this. How many people in this country, what percentage, believe in God as opposed to those who don't believe in God?
7: About
1: 50-50. No, I, don't, I think it's higher than that. I think in that. In what way? I would say at least 80% of Americans concede there is some deity above and beyond them, whether they call him Allah, whether they call him God, or whether they call him worship Jesus. But many, many, many more people believe in you a divine Shemokin higher Shemokin authority. <laughs> well, I'm not hanging out in the liberal bastions you I hang out in.
7: Even 80% in Smokin' Dam.
1: They don't believe in God. Well, I, I, I hope I'm not I'd wrong. i say
7: more than 20 percent, yes.
1: Well, we have, there ought to be a study on that, don't you think? How many people go all to right, church?
7: It doesn't interest me at all, but you can do it if you want.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I'll try. But, you know, wh- what, what harm is it? Answer the
7: question. You still haven't answered the question. What was it? Would that offend you, Joe?
1: Would what offend me? I've lost track of where we were.
7: Under God. Not yeah. under God. In the well, yeah, I, I answered
1: that question. You asked me, and I said it would offend me. And you said did it would offend you. The yeah. Same way it offends and you. And I
7: said, and you said I could not just not say it. I asked if you did not, would you ju- you could just not say it too? Would True, you but like the it majority it of the
1: people. But that's would not the way. Would you like it then? That's not the way it was written. Would
7: you like it then?
1: No, but that's not Good. the way it was okay. written. Well, that's not the way it was written. So it's it hypothetical. It
7: wasn't written that way, Joe. That was added.
1: It was added in the 1950s it's been around for a long time
7: yes, when we were fighting uh, when we were our major enemy was godless uh, communism then they put it in because of that we We're now more at war with uh religious fanatic. Well, so I, was closer than,
1: I was closer than you are. 68% of all the unaffiliated people in America believe in God, and out of the whole U.S. population, only 2.4% self-identified as atheist. A 2013 uh, poll agnostic. by...
7: Agnostic. U- agnostic, Joe.
1: Well, it, uh, I'm reading the su- survey. A 2013 poll by UPI Harris showed that three quarters of U.S. adults say they believe in God.
7: All right. I don't think they do.
1: Well, okay. You know better than the survey.
7: Uh, Probably, yeah.
1: But in in your favor, it is down from studies done in 2005, 7, and 9 where 82% said they believed in God, which is where I got my 80% number from.
7: It's the easy answer when you're giving a survey.
1: So you think people lied? Oh, Joe got a text. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right, we got you, Chris. Thank you so much for calling in.
1: But
7: but yeah, yeah and your money stuff is just just just, just ludicrous.
0: Ludicrous. You can't spell Chris. Yes. You can't spell Ludacris. ludicrous without Chris. Well,
1: if you're you offended sure by God can. in one instance, it seems to me like you ought to be offended by God in all instances.
7: What? Offended? I No, because that's being forced on me. As a pledge to my country.
1: Well, the f- currency's that's being forced on you. Different. As the currency's being forced on you too. You're made to carry it yes, around if you I want something. I don't think it
7: should be there. If that's what you mean by offended, just like I don't think under God should be in the in the pledge.
0: All right, we got you, Chris.
1: Well, then thing. you are consistent. But,
7: but, but thank uh, you, Chris. The fact that you you go. stand up in a group and make you say it is a different level of offense than using a tool. Not sure I understand where you're
1: coming answer, from. Not yes, sure he gets it.
0: He gets it. He's just playing coy. He
7: gets it. He's playing dumb. All right. well, he's, he's, he's
0: I said so coy. Dumb works, too. <laughs> All right. Thank Bye. you, Chris. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. I think All right. Tomorrow we're going to talk about CRT, and today we're going to talk about Jim Acosta in the news. But we do have
1: some emails. Uh, yes, we do. We emails. do. Uh, yes. Mike says... And I think that was Mike Boling. He signed his name. Your smarter anti-Trump listeners are wisely silent on the Afghanistan pullout debacle. No one on either side of the aisle believes this situation in Afghanistan would be as bad if Trump was still the president of the United States. It's only your die-hard Kool-Aid drinkers that blame any previous president for what is happening right now. And that—that's—that ha- <laughs> is so funny. That's exactly the Jim Acosta story. He was trying. He spent his entire interview with Daryl Issa trying to get him to admit that it was all Trump's fault. Oh, well, we'll get to that in a second. I
0: just want to comment on Mike's remark <laughs> that if you're a die-hard uh, President Biden supporter, you're a Kool-Aid drinker. But if you're a die-hard always Trumper, he can do no wrong. The election was stolen, and it's a big lie. Then you're just another rational human being. <laughs> I think there's a lot of Kool Aid going well, on. We have strawberry Kool Aid on uh, our yeah, side. There's grape Kool Aid on your side. <laughs> I guess that's probably true. Jim, thank you for waiting. You are on the mark.
6: Good morning, Mark. I wish you good luck with your new uh, truck. <laughs>
1: thank
6: and you. Hi, Mayor McGranahan.
1: Good morning, Jim.
6: And, uh, <laughs> Mayor, I'm. my mother was uh, Irish and my dad was Austrian, but uh, really, uh gentlemen, I feel Biden is a joke. I don't think he could ever carry the, or tie the shoes to FDR Truman or Kennedy, and I think he's just a joke or a mouse. and Kamala Harris
1: A mouse Well, that's certainly a strong statement, Jim. <laughs> Are you sure you want to say that? <laughs> Are you a man or a mouse? Well, I'm a mouse. <laughs> No, I, I understand what you're saying. You're, 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 you are you're, have very little confidence in the administration as it stands, <laughs> <You think>? right? <laughs> I don't
6: think Biden—I think Biden's afraid of—if uh, a mouse ran across in front of him, I think he'd be afraid of him, and he'd back off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I don't uh, think he's ex- exhibiting the strength that I would expect from an American president.
6: If I was uh, the president— I would give the uh, Taliban an uh, ultimatum. Uh, I'll blow you off the map, and he has the power to do it. And then I'd blow all that equipment. Up yeah, President If I couldn't get it
0: out, had all kind of forceful threats for people that would cross him.
1: Right. Well, you know, he. I think he should have been that tough on them. Uh, you know, the fact that they're telling us. I saw a Taliban spokesman this morning on the news saying that um, if we don't get out on the, what is it, 21st or, 30, 30, or uh, 31st or whatever the deadline the is, or 31st. that it's going to provoke a reaction from the Taliban. Gee. Right. Well, maybe it ought to provoke a reaction from us <laughs> that they're <laughs> oh, stopping definitely. people from doing, from getting out of their country. And yesterday, Jen Psaki bristled at a request, or a question from the Fox News correspondent at the White House, Peter Ducey. He used the word "people," Americans stranded there. She said, "People aren't stranded, yet they've had texts from people, and they read them on the air this morning to people who are stranded over I there. We're stranded here in Kabul." What? Never and then,
6: And then, sir, you keep hearing about the, the blacks or the browns. What about the American Indian or the Native Americans? Uh, weren't they discriminated against and everything? And you don't hear them uh, carrying on like you do the browns and the blacks.
1: Not certain I understand exactly where you're coming well, from. Well, Native Americans one. were the original...
0: Right. Um, Right, victim in the U.S., so to speak. Before it was the U.S., you could argue. Well, I, you do hear people talking about it today. It's being brought up, and uh, you know the conceptual idea of reparations and or just at least conversations about it are happening.
6: They well, were we, put on reservations and uh, everything, and uh, well, we sent were sh- to Florida and.
1: We Uh, we were shafting them long before that. William Penn, our beloved founder, shafted the Indians with the walking purchase. Look that one up sometime. (laughs) More white white history that Joe knows well. No, I would say it was Native American history. I just said it was the Indians who took it on (laughs) the chin. (laughs) I know, white victimizing Natives. All right, Jim, wrap up. We're going to have to read Uh, a big email here. I'll
6: hang up, uh, Mark and Joe. I wish you gentlemen good luck, and I hope Biden gets some backbone.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think he's I gonna find it. I don't think that's gonna happen unless <laughs> uh, Kamala comes back to the White House. All right, thank yeah. you. Uh, there you go. All right, uh, this is an email. Where is the regeneration medicine no, that no, Governor? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, uh, Regener- Regeneron. Regeneron. Okay, I thought. Sorry. Where is the Regeneron? It's not capitalized. That's why I
0: didn't catch it. Yeah, Regeneron is a drug company, right? It's not just the COVID-19... I'm not certain. I thought it was... Well, Geisinger's drug. been working with Regeneron well, for years on other things, in, and so I think
1: they're a big company. In, ed- in other words, where is the Regeneron medicine The Governor DeSantis is making readily available to those people who suffer from COVID-19? It's so cheap in price that one would laugh, that is, if you can, if you can find it. Why can't we get this med in Pennsylvania? Governor DeSantis has three large centers open in Florida to serve... Service people and especially people of 65 or older. What a joke after getting the COVID vaccines to come down with COVID 19. Oh, you no doubt will get a real light case since you had the vaccines, but there are tons of people who get the vaccines who are still contracting it. This came from a medical professional. Or contracting it either way. Or contracting it either way. Yeah, all right. I was, I'm trying to put a little emphasis in this. Are you? I I was told. (laughs) Some emphasis. I was told the vaccine was a safety measure to not get COVID. Also, they warn us to sanitize everything we touch and wash our hands 20 seconds. Well, one medical professional says now they found it's airborne and not from touching. Really? So if you breathe, you can breathe it in. I realize getting closer than six feet to another person is dangerous, but if you do not engage in conversation with anyone and keep moving one out, are we still breathing it in? This is ridiculous. (laughs) All right.
0: Uh, Yeah, Regeneron has been working with Geisinger. I only remember remember this. This was probably 10 years ago or less. Well, maybe a little less than that. They announced through news releases that they were working with Regeneron on some research. And we know Geisinger uses uh, monoclonal antibodies, the modern Regeneron drug. For uh, treatment, but that doesn't mean it's readily available to you or I, and that's what I think our listener is asking. You know,
1: why can't uh, lay people take it just as uh, over-the-counter medicine? Penicillin isn't readily available to us unless we go to a doctor. Right, that's a prescription drug. Somebody has to say somebody else is
0: making the monoclonal antibodies. There's another drug company. That's making it. It's not Mark. It's somebody else that's kind of ahead of it.
1: Well, I'm not familiar with with the. But anyway, uh, the, yeah, the why is not readily letter, available? I
0: don't know. Uh, go- Governor question.
1: DeSantis has three uh, centers that are set up in the state of Florida so to give this stuff to people. You know what? 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 Are, there's a bottom line here. What's the result of that? I mean, is, is it working? Is it <laughs> Well, effective? yeah, their numbers
0: are skyrocketing.
1: I was going to say, that <laughs> the numbers in Florida are pretty high but right I'll now. But I tell you
0: what, they are free to move about the state and spread the <laughs> virus I to think, whomever they wish. I think one wish.
1: of our earlier writers' points is probably a, a valid one that we're going to have this with us. If it can mutate yeah, and change, four, four we're, we're, or five years. we're going to have to learn how to live with it. I think that's true. Well, and there's other variations that are supposedly... And we can't do it by shutting down the country every stronger. time we, we get
0: an issue. There's other variations that are supposedly stronger. All than right,
1: Over the, and above the Delta variant?
0: Well, the Delta variant doesn't seem to be particularly strong. It's just super contagious, ultra-sticky is <laughs> the way the one doctor called it. So uh, more people get it. But that doesn't mean that it's more dangerous. And it's certainly vulnerable to the vaccine. So uh, we know that people who have been vaccinated do not get hospitalized and and die as often. So, you know, mission accomplished there. But the other variants are more dangerous. And one of the variants, I think it's the Lambda variant, is more, uh, less uh, inhibited by the vaccines. So, or at least the the R. RNA vaccines. Well, we
1: were told that the, that all the vaccines ha- were somewhat effective against the Delta variant.
0: Right. Well, and they are. Well, they seem to be fewer people that have been vaccinated are
1: hospitalized and die. Anyway, right. we were talking about Jim Acosta and his... We have uh, to take the break. Oh,
0: all
5: right.
1: As soon as we get back.
0: All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We'll get to Jim Acosta in a moment, but first Cindy's waiting. Not the actual Jim Acosta, it's a conversation about him.
8: Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Morning. You know, all I when I listen to that woman's displeasure about this country, then I think about the terrible shock that these refugees who come to America must be in for. That, you know, literally jumping from the pan into the fire. That they don't get the things that they expect here in America. You know, that we are um, so terribly flawed. And they've fled from one bad situation into another. You have to feel sorry for them for that, if that's really what this woman believes. Well, they must about. have
0: had an inflated view of the U.S.
8: Apparently. Grossly grossly inflated. You know, uh, there is not a doubt that in this country, on occasion, um, there is injustice. There's not a doubt of that. Um, You can look through the annals of history and and see it happen over and over again. You know, for over 150 years, women didn't have the right to vote. That's not very just. Um, You can see court cases that are terribly unjust, like the Chicago 7, or what went on with those... um, those teenagers in Central Park. There are undeniably miscarries of justice. There are people who are confined who never committed a crime. That's unjust. But in proportional to the situation, surely the record is very good. That doesn't excuse the errors that are made, you know. But if I had a choice to be in court facing you know, rep- some kind of punishment. I'd much rather be in this country under those circumstances than Afghanistan or frankly, any other country in the world. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have a m- misperception, but uh, that we have carefully enunciated and enumerated rights, including the right to legal representation, which hopefully the defendant picks someone who's competent. You know, we all have an expectation that our judicial system is indeed uh, oriented from an innocent until proven guilty. Sadly, socially, we have flipped that. In this country, if you're accused, you're guilty, and you're required to prove yourself innocent. And in many situations, that's humanly impossible to do. And therefore, you're judged socially, right, by the country, perhaps by your employer, as uh, as whatever you've been accused of, right, as a criminal.
0: Right, even though you may not have done it. Hard, to, it is. hard right. to prove a negative.
8: Well, it's a scary idea that a person can accuse you of something and then you're judged and sentenced based on that. Without without what we have all grown up, I hope, believing, that you you have the right to, a day in court, a proof. But it, sadly, and especially I think this is true when it comes to um, the political situation, right? Politicians are incredibly vulnerable to being attacked uh, this way. And we somehow find this acceptable when we don't even consider that then you allow that very sword to be pointed at you. I mean, are we sure that's the country that we want to have? If we're calling out for justice, there's nothing just in that. There's nothing just in a person accuses you of something and therefore you are guilty, period. No discussion. And therefore, you should suffer the punishments without any opportunity to defend yourself. And therefore, you bear this. And, and in, worse yet, this amazes me, worse yet, not only do you bear that punishment, but so does your family. I mean, that's such a reversal. You know, back in old England, right, in the times of knights, the family would be punished just like the person who committed the crime, Sins cast of the out father. in the street as beggars. <laughs> but we should not be doing that now in this century. That should not be the behavior here in America. If your father or your mother committed some crime, if your brother or your sister committed some crime, you should not be excoriated for it.
1: True enough. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah, Appreciate you your so comments, much. as always. Well, it looks like we're out of time. Oh man, <laughs> we uh, could we've... just keep on going all day. Tomorrow we'll talk about CRT
0: and Jim Acosta, and we have a text we just got, so we'll read that on the radio as well. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Another raucous open phones day. Tomorrow we'll have nearly open phones for you to enjoy, and Rob Center will do what he always does: be fabulous. This is WKOK Sunbury.